Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we cover all things Marvel Crisis Protocol, and we do a new character every week. I'm your host, Fred. I'm Brad. And I'm Steven. And I forgot to say who we're doing today. We're doing Ultron Metal Tyrant. And I and, and uh, I meant to say I'm Fred, but I said my actual name. <laughs> you get so used to saying your actual name, you forget when you want to do a bit. Yeah. Well, uh, Brandon isn't here today. Uh, he is AWOL, so we'll see. He may join us later, but uh, we'll see. We'll certainly uh, see him at the uh, court-martial trial. <laughs> yeah, when when we we will summon up the judge advocate general, and we're gonna we're gonna get this sorted out. But anyway, uh, the there are a few pieces of news that we need to talk about. Uh, one, there is a tournament coming up in Charleston at Lost Legion Games and Comics in South Charleston on September the sixteenth. Yeah, sixteenth is that correct? Uh huh. That's this upcoming Saturday. That's this coming Saturday. Uh, come on down. It, uh, come on down so it's not just me and Brad. <laughs> Is there anyone else that's signed up at this point? Uh, no I one that I know of. Okay. Well, it might just be me and Brad. Oh, well. Uh, Steven. Yes. Oh, oh before, I, before I move on, sorry. Uh, there is also a... Um, a tournament coming up at Fabricators Forge in Pittsburgh on the, uh, oh boy, math, 23rd? 23rd and 24th. 23rd and 24th of September. Uh, and this is going to be an LVO. It's not a points qualifier for LVO, but it is a qualifier for the winner of this event. We'll be qualified for LVO. So it's a two-day tournament. Head on up there and and try and get your spot. Try and get that spot. Uh, we, uh, are the two of you thinking about going? Well, I've already signed up. Yeah, I, Steven's going. I will be signed up. And Brad's going. And I will, unfortunately, there's, there's really no way that I'll be able to make it. I'm just not going to be able to do it. So... Uh, you you two Fred, have fun out there. Fred hates me and Steven and the entire Pittsburgh community. Oh God. That, <laughs> <laughs> you know that that is not true. <laughs> I just have too much stuff going on right now. Uh uh mostly I'm going to I don't know if I've told the community this, but I'm going to be an uncle coming up this next week. Uh, she is due to be born in just a few days, so that's part of it. Uh, that happens like I'm excited. every day. So I'm super excited and I'm <laughs> I'm looking forward to being <laughs> I'm looking forward to being the awful uncle <laughs> that that everyone knows that I'm going to be. I'll know you. Okay. Don't. Yeah, I'll, I will actually be an excellent uncle. I'm going to be a good one. Uh, so let's move on. Uh, Stephen, how yes. are you doing? How are things do going up there in Idaho? Well, uh, 
our job is almost finished. Uh, we will complete our contract on Tuesday. I'll have a few days to uh, get my stuff together. And then on Saturday, I am flying back home. So, well, unfortunately, I, I, will, I will not be at the tournament because I'm flying that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you'll be exhausted. Even if you could make it, you'd be exhausted. Like, uh, you, you're flying across the country, which is yeah. just, and you're heading against the flow of time. So you're going to just be jet lagged as can be. I'll be a wreck. Yeah. I'll be a yeah. wreck. Uh, I, and, I, and trust, I and trust me. I recently made a trip like that from Oregon back to West Virginia and it sucked. And the problem I have is that air airplanes are not made for people my size. So. Oh yeah, you you're quite tall, and the <laughs> the seats are getting smaller and smaller on airplanes. Yeah, yeah, they are. So, and you know, for like the amount of time that you're in the plane, I really don't want to pay for you know like the business class or the first class because those prices are astronomical. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you know that airlines are going to add an even lower class of seating? Hmm? No, I had not heard. Yeah. Is it just the hang off the wings? I don't know. I don't know how it could be worse. But <laughs> they I I saw an article about that. I don't remember which airlines, but it was like two of them. I was like that It won't be long terrible. until yeah, it sounds awful. It, 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 have you seen the videos in the Japanese um, subway of the, like, sometimes they're so overloaded they have to have a guard whose job is to push the people into the into the car? Oh, yeah. Like, no. That's going to be airplanes in the near future. <laughs> no, they'll probably have standing room only airplanes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, if you want a no-frills flight, I mean, I used to be in the military, and that's what they were, right? So, yeah. oh boy, yeah, that's not for just me. a just a bench on the side. That's what they'll do. They'll do bench seating in airplanes. How that sounds fun. Sounds like it was is absolutely what I want to do with my time is get on a flight, yeah, like that. But- Neil's say I got my first two weeks planned out when I get home. So, yeah, looking forward to being back to normal. Getting back to the models, playing some games, getting to my old haunts, eating at the restaurants I know and love, and yeah, all that good stuff. Yeah, and I get home in time to see the last uh, Guardians home game. So, well, congratulations. <laughs> baseball so yeah okay thank you i was gonna ask what sport that was because i am so out of out of the loop on sports that i don't even know what that team is <laughs> yeah i forget uh, brandon's on you know the, the guardians right fred <laughs> drax and star lord what and, you know the guardians right right yeah <laughs> drax star lord uh, rocket thanos Rest. rocket's the pitcher obviously <laughs> <laughs> okay and, and, and Groot's the catcher I guess maybe? yeah absolutely anyway. <laughs> all right well all I right think- well uh let's let's go 
on to our games that we've played recently segment. Uh, Steven, I know that you've have you've not been able to get any games in where you are. Right. right. But I take your suggestion and I looked for a game store around here. Mm-hmm. There is one and they only do uh, 40K, Attack Wing, and Hero Clicks. Oh, wow. What is it? 1999? <laughs> well, it's Idaho. I'm not yeah. saying anything about <laughs> Idaho in particular, but. That was also mean of me to say. 40K is a totally playable. I, I've I've never heard of Attack Wing. I don't even know what that yeah, is. That's like a D&D Dragonflight battle game, I guess. That's what I saw on the cover. I didn't oh. go into the description unless Brad knows more about it. No, that's weird. Hmm. Okay, well. Uh, <laughs> so no Marvel being played out here. Yeah. Oh, well. Fair enough. At Can't win them all. At least you try. Mm-hmm. Well, how about you, Brad? Do you have any Marvel games that you played recently? I did. I played a game last night. Um, I played against Michael because he he doesn't get to come to the game store very often, and he and I are going to uh, Second Wind on October twenty first and twenty second. I hope I got the dates right, which is full. I would tell people to sign up, but you literally can't. Um, but he's practicing for that because uh, he doesn't want to look like a tittle goober. And uh, he's been playing Hydra. He played a list. It was a Strucker list with Red Skull, uh, Bucky, Howling Commandos. Scarlet Witch? No, no Scarlet Witch. Um, shoot, who was the other model? Strucker. I don't remember. I, I know that I saw this, but I don't remember who the other well, model was. Well, Shocker is coming in Spider-Foes, so you can't play that just yet. No. <laughs> Was there another model? Um, well, who were you playing? Who I was what were you, playing. What were you doing? We're playing eighteen points. That might be eighteen points. I wasn't adding it up. Uh, I played Magneto, Juggernaut, uh, Mystique, and Sabretooth from the Weapon Apex. X pack. Yeah, Apex Predator. Uh, and how did this game go? So, turns two and three, I was sure I was going to lose. In fact, Brandon showed up during turn three at the store, and I knew he had his stuff, and I almost like conceded so that they could play a game. Um, but I was like, no, I'm losing bad enough. Well, I'll just finish out the game. And then turn four, uh, Mystique went off. She was at one health. I got to blow up Magneto's terrain piece on four people. And then killing the grunts. Um, And then Michael was like, okay, I'm going to shoot her. I'm like, you're not allowed to. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm not. 
And so then she had to either shoot Bucky or Red Skull because they both suck. Um, I was like, Red Skull will probably kill someone if he gets to activate, but Bucky may not. So she shot Red Skull, killed him in one hit. He already had two damage on him, but killed him in one hit. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that turn, I also killed Bucky. Days the Commandos. Killed whatever the other model I can't think of is, I think. And, and you... scored every single point and won the game. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so it was one of those yeah. swings in your favor moments. Yeah, big time. And it was all thanks to uh, Mystique. Yeah. Mystique has that effect on people. Uh, so why was... Did you say that he was playing Baron Strucker's leadership with Red Skull on the table? Yes. Why? He, <laughs> so um, Michael has a lot of practice with Red Skull as his leader. And uh-huh. he's very good at it. But that's not good in every matchup. So he's purposely practicing Baron Strucker for when it matters. Right. And yeah, so that's he fair. did end up with kind of a weird list. He said that if he wasn't purposely practicing Baron Strucker, um, he would have played Red Skull with uh, um, Secret Agent Hulk. Oh, yeah. Which would have been worse for me, for sure. Uh-huh. That would have been pretty pretty rough. So, uh, I've been losing to Michael a lot recently, so it was nice to get a win, uh, especially after <laughs> I was sure I was going to lose. Yeah. Michael's getting... He, his Hydra list is absolutely... His game with Hydra is absolutely off the chain. He's really good. Yeah. He's a really good player. It's, Brad, I've noticed something list. about your losses, at least the ones I've been witness to hearing or seeing. Uh-huh. And it seems that people bring something that just throws you off just a little bit, and you're not quite prepared for it. Like? Like, uh, like Michael with his Hydra lists as of recent. Um, when I played you with um, spider foes to, you know, kind of mitigate Storm's defensive ability, mm-hmm. uh, Venom being a problem in, in that game. Also, when you expected to go wide in one of our games at oh, 15 man. and I went just as wide as you, they're, they're just little things that just take you off balance a little bit. And I think it gets in your head a little bit. I'll think about that. That might be accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that I specifically don't like uh, Got Your Back, and he had two Got Your Back models. So I was already worried about right. that. But I have played him enough recently that that was less of a problem this time because I had some tools and knew how to use them. Like mm-hmm. uh, I used Juggernaut's long throw card just to throw the Howling Commandos so they weren't within range five of anyone who is going to be doing any killing. 
Mm-hmm. Good yeah. play. Yeah. Well, I was just, I was just, I did make, you know, trying to help you out. Yeah, I did make a big mistake. So Bucky was had two power, so he could not have got your back on me, and then I threw a car at him. <laughs> <laughs> And then I regretted yeah. that because I could have done like I could have. It was when I was dazing Red Skull, um, and I could have just attacked Red Skull for free at that point because that's the turn I had also thrown um, the Howling Commandos. Well, any game you win. The mistakes don't matter. You still won. Well, there's still mistakes. I mean, uh, they do matter, but they do matter. I can still learn yeah. from them, Fred. Right. True. But okay. But they might be harder to learn from because you won, right? And so yeah. you kind of like brush that game aside. You always analyze the games you lose, though, right? Like, yeah. what could I have done different? Yeah. As much as I do analyze games, I'm real bad about that. Mm-hmm. I play. <laughs> yeah. I. I don't think people realize this because I am a very thinky person. Like, I use my brain a lot in a lot of stuff. I mostly play by instinct. Same. gut feeling. Yeah. So it actually helps me to play a lot of games because of that. Because I'm not not thinking it. I'm not doing any calculations. I'm like, I think I could do this. And then I try. Analysis of paralysis can be, you know, very detrimental in games that are timed on chess clocks, right? That's true, too. That's true, too. And that's probably why I started doing that. Mm-hmm. So, Fred, did you play any games? Uh, I did not get a chance to play any MCP games, but I did get to play a game of the A Song of Ice and Fire uh, tabletop game. Uh, and I played it with Brad and with uh, our friends Borka and 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 previous host of this podcast, Jared. Uh, and it was a ton of fun. I really enjoyed it. That's the one with the hobbits, right? Uh, so close. Uh, Even so close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying only, to think if there there's only one single hobbit in A Song of Ice. And right. And I feel like calling Tyrion a hobbit, may, he may uh, not agree with that assessment. <laughs> uh, he's very hobbit-like. He likes to drink and eat. That is very hobbit behavior. And he's also brutally capable of of intelligent plans? Uh, I don't and... know how hobbit-like that is, but... Yeah, that's that's my point. <laughs> so we played um, a team game. Fred and I played with the stuff I happened to have. And Jared and Borka brought like tuned tournament lists and uh, told us to pick up all our stuff and go home. <laughs> I was telling Fred last It was pretty one sided. It, it was. was pretty one sided. I was telling Fred um, last night that it I, I reflected upon this game afterwards and realized that I did absolutely nothing and that the little progress we made was 100% Fred. It was because of that one unit that I had, which was Ned Stark's chosen dudes, and they went off and killed like 
20 guys in one in one round yeah um, but but it was not enough to turn the favor towards yeah. us we we were getting creamed it turns out that even if you kill 20 guys jared's going to heal 16 of them so right yeah <laughs> I, it is an interesting game. Uh, uh, Jared brought up, and I think he's right. This it feels like the best parts of War Machine, where you have these units that have distinct abilities and distinct strengths on the battlefield going at each other, and it feels really cool. It, it feels really good. Uh, it's a little bit more model heavy than a lot of the games that I've been playing recently. But I I will probably play this game more. I I do enjoy it quite a bit. I, I hope so. In fact, Fred, I enjoyed you, it enough. You bought some minis. I enjoyed it enough that I bought some some of the stuff. Yeah. I'm playing the Stark House, which allowed and... which allowed me to buy Greyjoys. Thank you, Fred. You're welcome. Yeah, it's it uh, have, it's a it's a fun game. It doesn't have the single best part of War Machine. Well, what is that? What is the single Figuring best part? Figuring out the assassination puzzle. Right, yeah, the the it, no, it can I be it is the best part about this game is you don't have to worry about losing the game in one round because your opponent has the all the tools they need to snipe your warcaster from across the board. But it's fun. Yeah, it, it's fun for you. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. It's fun for the people who can succeed in doing it. It's uh, I, it, this is the, uh, it's a game that is more, much more about managing an army than it is about lining up an assassination, which is its own type of fun. I I understand, but it is, I I'm into this game. I like it. It is a good I've game. I've been thinking about it a lot since I've played. Good. Have you finally got the app so you can actually look at the stuff? Yes, okay, I did. Good. I downloaded it. <laughs> it helps if you're going to think about the game to be able to look at the cards. Right. <laughs> what? Part of the cards? Yeah, the, it has a tactics card system as well where you can play cards from your hand. And uh, this was my first time ever even looking at the game. And it was fun drawing cards and reading them and then going, oh, this is the kind of stuff that you can do with a tactics card. Like, it's uh, some effect that gives you an enormous benefit. The ta uh, they are pretty... Some of them are pretty uh, impactful to the game yeah. in total. But uh, yeah, that that's that's the only game that I've played recently. Uh, it it was a lot of fun, and I enjoy it, and hey. I will probably play some more of it in the near future. Hey Fred. Um, yeah. On Saturday, if it's just us at the tournament, we could play a game of uh, Song of Ice and Fire after we finish our one round of tournament. You know what? I'm game. I'm absolutely game. Okay. I'll pencil you in. All right. Okay. Um, 
what else do we need to cover today before we go on to is there anything else because i don't think that there is i don't think i think that's is. all we need to do okay so let's move on to the guy that we're doing today which is ultron the metal tyrant uh ultron's defensive stats are four physical four energy and five mystic he has eight stamina on his front side but only six stamina on his backside, so that's a pretty big drop there. Uh, he is five threat, size three, and he has a movement speed of medium. And I sh I'm going to point it out right now that he also comes with grunts. That's part of that five threat. All right. Uh, Steven, why don't you go over his attack suite? Sure. Um, first up, we have an energy attack called Concussion Blasters. It is range four. It is strength of six. It costs zero power. After the attack is resolved, this character gains power equal to the damage dealt. And on a wild, it has nano corruption. After this attack is resolved, the character gains the poison and bleed special conditions. Next up, we have extinction protocols. It is a physical attack. Range three, strength of eight, power cost of four. Four damage is dealt. If the target character is size four or less, this character throws it short. Also, it has a wild trigger, explosive force. After this attack is resolved, other characters within two of this character are pushed away from it short. Push characters will suffer one damage. Okay, and Brad, why don't you do the rest of this card, and I will do the grunts. Uh. Uh, so kinetic field generator it is active cost three choose an interactive train feature size four or less within range three and throw it medium the superpower can be used once per turn uh, another active superpower called encephalo beam uh, cost two and choose an enemy character within range three and advance it short the superpower can be used only once per turn. Uh, next is Metal Mind. It is an innate superpower. Uh, when this character is defending against Mystic attacks, count each wild in its defense as two successes. Additionally, this character cannot be pushed or advanced by special rules of Mystic attacks or enemy superpowers. Uh, another innate superpower called I Will Create a Better Age. When a train feature is destroyed by an allied effect, if there is not an allied Ultron drones in play, you may place an Ultron drones into play within range 3 of this character against the stagger special condition and is part of your squad. Finally, he has flight and immunity to bleed and poison. See change on the Okay. Back. Uh, I, I don't think anything changes on the back except for his stamina, which again drops by two. Okay. Uh, and his drones, which are called Ultron drones, they have three stamina, move medium, and are size two. And their defensive stats are two physical, two energy, and two mystic. Uh, they have one attack, just energy blast, range three, that does four damage. And they have something called Rough Around the Edges, a reactive superpower that costs zero. Uh, and when this character would be removed from the battlefield, 
Enemy characters within range two of this character suffer one damage. An allied Ultron Metal Tyrant gains one power for each damage dealt this way, and then this character is removed from the battlefield. And they also have programmed for destruction uh, as an innate superpower that says this character cannot pick up, hold, interact with, or contest objective tokens. And they also have flight and are considered grunts for Ultron Metal Tyrant, and they have immunity to bleed and poison. And uh, probably, I'm going to I'm gonna start this off by saying, probably the worst grunts in the game, largely because they cannot do anything for objective tokens. Yeah, worst grunts in the game, by far. Uh, also, I, think, I was thinking about their um, rough around the edges. Uh, uh, the only thing that you would use these grunts for is doing damage to your opponent. Uh, and there are some opponents that... These will not be a benefit to you. Like, if you're into uh, Black Order or, say, there, there are other circumstances that the opponent likes to have KOs, you want to just run these these folk into the corner. Like, don't, uh, don't let them get in the fight. I, I really think that uh, sometimes they can be very useful, I guess, but I don't... I almost don't think that they're worth the extra point that having a drone a uh, a grunt would be i i also think that rough around the edges it, it's interesting that it is a reactive superpower instead of something that's innate because that means that mystique cannot they can't trigger it if mystique kills them they also can't trigger it if you have the opponent has something like loki there that makes it cost one more because they will never have power. That's a grunt rule. That's right. That's right. I There's a lot of things that. that can turn this off. Yeah. If you put root on them, they can't activate it. Right. Uh, I think it should, we're doing them, the grunts, a disservice if we don't point out some of the things about them that are interesting. Like, they can be put out not on Ultron's turn. Like they can be put out on a different turn other than Ultron's because it's the triggering thing is when an allied uh when a terrain feature is destroyed by an allied effect. So if Hulk throws a building, it can produce some some Ultron grunts. Which is way more relevant if they could let's say contest secures. Yeah. I think that's I think that's why they can't. Yeah, probably. Because Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they they are technically the most survivable grunts in the game. Uh, with the most, they have two defense stats across the board and three, uh, stamina, which is pretty good for a grunt. But I think that their job is to get killed. Like you yes. want them to be in the midst of things and to be destroyed, and making them survivable seems to be anathema to doing that that that's a little bit of scornergy with this card also like why would you kill them they're they're attacked yeah, why would you ever attack them yeah i think you just ignore them yes yeah their attack isn't good enough to make you want to take it off the board yeah Okay, so I, I I feel like I've been very I've been saying a lot of negative stuff. 
I think that this character is really good on his on his card. Like the him himself, Ultron the Metal Tyrant is really solid. Like uh let's talk about Extinction Protocols, his spender. Uh it is an 8 die spender, range 3 for 4 dice and before damage is dealt, you if they are size 4 or less, which is 90% of the game. Uh more than that. It's like 95% of the models. Uh, this character is thrown. Uh, this character throws it short. Is there? Is that normally how they phrase that? Do they normally say this character throws it short, I don't... or did they say something like the character is thrown short? Yeah, I think you're why did right. It say... That that wording is. Why did it different. phrase it that way? Yeah, and this is a new core box. They might be working on changing wording, like that. yeah. And there may be some wording that they need to correct, uh, that they were just trying to clean up as best as they could. Yeah. Uh, another part of that attack is explosive force, which uh, is not the the one... It, you, it is other characters within range 2 of Ultron Metal Tyrant are pushed away from this character short and suffer 1 damage. That's... So be careful with that. That yeah, it, it it does hit allies, but it is better that it comes from Ultron, uh, because you have more control over where you place your model. Yeah, than where your model, where your opponent's model is placed. Although you right. do get to throw it first. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I uh, it would be better if it were the enemy because you could throw it, it into be, a bunch of people. This one, it might be better because of the throw. Right. Yeah. Steven, what 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 is your take? I've been talking a lot. What is your take here on this on this that, character? That's fine if you want to talk a lot. Um I see a lot of good things, but I'm not personally I, I think my bias is because I, I'm familiar with the old Ultron a little bit and I didn't like him. Uh but it just seems like a lot of this stuff is doesn't gel together really well. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I I agree. There, there's a lot of scornergy, like uh, which is an old term. You've heard us say it a couple times. It's a term for from hordes, uh, the old game hordes, where there was a faction called Scorn, where stuff just didn't work together properly, like stuff that's that should that should in theory be synergistic doesn't actually work the way that you think it should. I feel like this character exemplifies that. The one thing I like is that and is that um I was hoping AMG might be getting away from you know the superpowered throws that do both terrain and characters mm-hmm. and then just putting the um character throw on an attack which I thought was a a, a nice move on their part. But then Beta Ray Bill came out, right? Um, right. Yeah. But this falls into that category where it's like, you know, on your big attack, you throw people. That kind of makes sense, right? It's a big attack. And then mm-hmm. Kinetic Field Generator is only throwing terrain. Um, I just I just like throws better that way, I guess. So. I, I I get what you're saying. I do agree. I think it makes sense to put it on the attacks, but I also like being able to just 
pick someone up and throw them without spending an action, which is uh, its own benefit. Right. But but uh, it sucks when it happens to you. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I thought that's the direction that they were going in. Obviously, they're they're showing that you know, well, there are characters that can still still do that. Um, his concussion concussion blasters are nice. Um, I'm afraid people will, um, who get this core box will fall into that habit, um, that a lot of new players, including myself, when I was new, um, get into, they see range four and they just use him as a turret. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, he does do stuff at range four, but he's a lot better at range three. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Up close and personal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm afraid people will be too afraid to put him up into a fight where which is i i believe he's perfectly fine being in that fight you know what i mean yeah yeah i i think that there's mm, it, he does have uh a lot of really good powers like encephalo beam is great i i think that that's for two power being able to make someone move short make an enemy model move short is really good. Uh, mm -hmm. And then Metal Mind, being immune to uh, enemy superpowers moving or pushing you. Cannot right. be pushed or advanced. Yeah. So that's that's fantastic. That's wonderful. Yeah, I believe I believe he'd, he'd be all right on a flank by himself, um, taking on two people. Yeah. Because extinction protocols will allow him to throw somebody off, right? And then um, then he can do uh, encephalo beam to somebody else, right? And clear the point. So mm -hmm. I, I think I think those two things make him quite worth it. Um, and like I said, his concussion blasters is, is, a, is a good, very good attack being energy in strength six. Um. But like I said, I'm afraid people will try to use him as a turret to start off with. When yeah. he's he's not a hammer, I think he's more of a scalpel. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, what uh, what are your do you have anything any thoughts before we move on, uh, Brad? About I think, I think you nailed the two good things on his car. The two really good things on his car are encephalo beam and metal mind. Yeah. Those are the things that you would take him with for. Take him for. Yes. Uh okay. Uh I'm having some technical difficulties getting my uh my my app here to work. Um are there any tactics cards that are associated with with this Ultron? Yeah. Okay. Can you go over them real quick? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I apologize. This one. I'm having some yeah, trouble. This, this is a new card. Um, unaffiliated. Glory of Ultron. Active. Ultron may play this card during his activation. Each enemy character within two of Ultron or an Ultron drone may spend one. For each character that spent power, Ultron gains one power. 
Then for each character that did not spend power, they suffer one damage. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. It's fine. It's interesting. You can use it with the old Ultron too. Yeah, it's you can just Ultron. It's not. It's as just not good. as not as effective. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't get to have the 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 grunts also be places where that happens. Well, it says Ultron or an ally Ultron, so it's twice as effective if you have it yeah. with uh, this new one. Mm-hmm. And then I I feel like uh, I also feel like I should the uh, I was quite down on the grunts, I think rightly so, but they are. Like uh, another, they may just be extra damage dealers. That might just be what they're for. Which is, I mean, it has its place, and and I, the question is whether he himself is worth the five threat that he is. Well, I mean, with grunts, I mean, they can't all do interactive stuff. I mean, I, I. I'm not surprised that we got kamikaze grunts, right? Yeah, that's what these are. <laughs> I uh, are is there another grunt that can't interact with an objective at all? I think that most of them can interact with some form of objective. Yeah, two are extracts and one is um secures. Yeah. So this I think this is the only one that cannot interact with the objectives at all which is a pretty strong weakness. You know, but kamikaze grunts. Yeah, that's what they are. They're kamikaze grunts. Man, I wish you could set them off yourself. Can oh, you attack probably, your own That's models? probably coming. No, you cannot attack your own models, Brad. Boo. Boo. Because that would actually be kind of... That would be a useful attack. You can if you use a beam or an area attack. Just to do one yeah, damage to but them. I believe or, doesn't the um, grunt say enemy attack or something enemy effect? Oh, does it? Does it clarify? Oh, okay. I think so. Okay, well then, never mind. There's another. That would be. An, there's another. You're thinking of your devious. <laughs> yeah. There's another card, yes. The Age of Ultron? Age of Ultron should work on this Ultron. Oh, yes. Which is huge. That's tremendous. Uh, Age of Ultron is is one of those cards that... Does it work on him? It should, because his uh, real name is Ultron. Yeah, you're right. It it says Ultron on his also known as. It should work. In that case, that is a card that you will bring with this guy. Yeah. And you will use... I mean, that is the thing that you 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 will always bring this card with previous Ultron. Because being able to... Uh, so let me, let me read what this card does, because that's important. Uh, the Age of Ultron, unaffiliated reactive. If Ultron is KO'd, he may spend eight power to play this card before removing the miniature from the battlefield. Ultron is not removed from the battlefield. 
Instead, he removes all special conditions, flips his card to the healthy side, removes all damage, drops all objective tokens, and may be placed within range three of his current location. So he just comes back full health. Yeah, the I mean, only problem the only problem is that eight power. Yeah, you have to have eight power on you to trigger it, which so, is it's steep. Yeah, so if you get hit by uh, uh, Hulkbuster, for example, with his big meteor punch, and you go down, you don't get any power. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Uh, if you get attacked taken out by something that does not give you power that's just the unfortunate truth you won't you won't be able to trigger this or penance stare except he has really he has has really good defense against penance (laughs) yes he does (laughs) right yeah uh or if he gets taken out by mystique yes mystique or emma frost but once again emma frost probably isn't gonna get there yeah, right. <laughs> or Hulk under the effects of the of the Hydra card that lets him be um on uh, lets him be affiliated. Yeah. Yes. But only for one turn. Only for the turn if you attack someone. Well, yeah. that Hulk isn't attacking anyone. He's just going to throw stuff at you until yeah. he kills you. And you will give him power then. Yes, you will give him power. Yeah, there's but you there, can't there, there, but you can't play the card. Can't play the card, yeah. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. I I mean, uh, okay. All right. Let's <laughs> let's sum up. Uh that is the Age of Ultron is a great card. You you will be using it with this this model, I think. Yeah. I think that it's definitely a card you want to bring. Uh Let's sum up uh with a with a a letter grade. I think, looking at just his card, he looks like the best four-point model in the game. Four-point? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is that if he were if he were four points and you remove that uh, the grunts from him, I think he's amazing. Better at than Doctor Voodoo? <laughs> I mean, probably not. But but I mean, <laughs> he's he's really good. I think he's really good. Uh, but he's five points, and he has a set of grunts which are of questionable value. I, I would say a very questionable value. So, is uh, does that poison him? I don't think so. I think he's still pretty good. I think he's still well, he, pretty good. He's immune to poison, Fred. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, I want to say... I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm debating between a B minus and a C plus, and I'm gonna say B minus because I'm a pretty optimistic person. I'm sa- I'm gonna give him a B minus. That's my letter grade. Uh, what about you, Brad? What are you gonna give him? C. Straight B. Okay. C C C. Wait, what? C. You're saying different. No, I'm saying the same thing, Brad. C. The third letter of the alphabet. Okay, so uh, I don't know if I'm mishearing something, but it started off with you saying B, like B as in boy, and then you said C a bunch of times. I, I said C every single time. Okay, well, I I misheard. 
Uh, my apologies. C is in Charlie. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Steven, what are you going to give Ultron, the gonna, metal tyrant? I'm going to give him a B plus. A B plus. Right, because anytime you have grunts on the table, and especially with him being five points, there's always an opportunity to manipulate activation. That's the first one. Um, second of all, uh, I think there are a couple of affiliations that he might bring uh, some more play about too that we haven't seen in a while. Okay, I mean, all right, I'm glad. Uh, uh, if do you have any like any thoughts, uh, I, I'm I'd be happy to hear them on where he would fit very well. Mm-hmm. On vacation. On vacation, okay. Ironbound books. Okay. Grunts die. Comes back. And then all of a sudden against physical attacks, he counts wilds as doubles because he made a mystic. I like this. Yeah. I like this. Yeah, a this lot. is a good tactic. This is real good. <laughs> you you said find a use for the grunts. I just did. You just so. did. Yeah, you did. I didn't think about that, but that, you're absolutely that's correct. An even better reason not to kill the grunts. <laughs> True. True. But still, I mean, Ironbound books with him would be kind of devastating, you know? Mm-hmm. And plus, convocation, what do they lack? They lack somebody who's got a little bit of punch, which he does have. Mm-hmm. He's got an energy and a physical attack, which kind of gives them a little bit of variety. Um, he's got that throw, right, on his spender of a character. He's got that throw of terrain, which they don't really have. So, I mean, he's kind of checking a lot of boxes for that uh, affiliation. For me yeah i'll be honest that that's you're absolutely correct that is he fills a lot of the boxes that convocation want mm-hmm. and i think he would work well with them so and i think you know if you're not taking um bad touch strange or the original strange you might think about him as your fine yeah okay so. all right then well there you go uh uh B plus from Steven, a B minus from me, and a C from Brad. Unless and... you guys want to change your grade now that you heard yep. my argument. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'll tell you what. My grade, I was debating between a C plus and a B minus. You strengthened my B minus. <laughs> okay. You strengthened my B minus. That's what I'll say. I so. might go lower just to make up for it <laughs> just to make up for it no but i i think he could be a real interesting piece for that for that affiliation because they really need something right so okay uh i think i think that you're right uh brad do you have any comic book recommendations for us today about ultron i i do um if you want to hear two more recommendations after I'm done with this, go listen to our other Ultron episode where I make some pretty good recommendations. But this episode, I have uh, Avengers 54 through 58 by Roy Thomas and John Bashima. 
this is Ultron's origin. Uh, also Vision's origin. And if you're not familiar, uh, Hank Pym, a, a biologist, creates this robot. Is this AI. the same... Is this Pym as in the guy from Ant-Man? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Who is an ant biologist, makes a AI robot. Because uh, he definitely has the credentials to do that. And then mm -hmm. Ultron makes Vision. And Vision's supposed to destroy the Avengers. And you know what? Maybe he does. I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> uh, one of these issues number 58 is one of the best Avengers comics at least from this time which is like the 60s maybe maybe 70s early 70s for this issue oh, uh, oh hold on so this this concept existed before the movie Terminator yes oh yeah uh, huh okay I would have thought that the germination process would have gone the other direction. No. That's no. interesting. No. Okay. Uh, so that's the first one, Ultron's Origin. The other one is Avengers Volume 3, 19 through 22. This is called Ultron Unlimited. Uh, this is C uh, Kurt Busiak. And George Perez. Uh, George Perez recently died. That's a little sad. Anyway, uh, this is two of the greats in comics coming together to make Ultron a threat he's never been before, which is actually a threat. Um, <laughs> there's lots of Ultron drones in this one, and that's not something that I think was heavily used before this. And Ultron, like destroys cities and countries and is a badass in this and this is probably the inspiration for the age of ultron movie um but okay but better better than the movie for sure yeah even if you i like i like hard the age to do of, i like no i like the age of ultron movie this comic is better just a lot better Okay, that makes one of us. Yeah, my my favorite my favorite actor ever, James Spader, was doing the voice of Ultron. Yeah, I like James Spader too. Good actor. I do too, and I think he did a good job as the voice of Ultron. Robert California. That's it. That Is, those are my recommendations. That's it. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, did you? Um, did you recommend that people go listen to the other uh, recommendations for Ultron because they're better? Uh, I do like those stories better. But when we do these characters, I am going to refer back to the other episodes in those recommendations because I'm not going to give you a bad recommendation. So, True. But if, if, especially if you read these and you like them, go read those other ones they're really good too okay. I personally like those other stories better but they're all good they're all good well um, Brandon is not here to do his 
affiliation, but I think that Stephen already did it. Yeah. I I really like that, that answer that you gave Stephen. Thank you. Uh so I could also help you with your non sequitur if you like. So. Oh, I've got something. <laughs> okay. I've got one today. Uh I, I I will hear what you have to say though. But uh, the one that I'm bringing, uh, there there is a show that I've been watching recently that I missed, uh, the, uh, and that is a show called Invincible. And in the show Invincible on Amazon Prime, uh, this is a show that's basically a it, I I don't want to say knockoff. It's a retake on the DC superheroes. And, the, and they are legally distinct from the DC superheroes. Uh, but it is following the story of the son of Omni-Man, who is basically the, this universe's Superman. Uh, and don't, and don't worry, it Brad, is, the Avengers will show up eventually. Legally distinct oh, okay. <laughs> Avengers will show up eventually. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. The show is, is so much more than I would, thought it would be. Like you, you think that it's going to be this coming of age story of a uh, a teen superhero coming to terms with his power, but then something happens that I don't want to spoil, and uh, it, there's a lot more going on than you think. But this, the reason I'm bringing this is there's a character on the show who is called simply Robot, uh, who is a very cool very fun it's it's a fun character because it's a robot but also he has maybe questionable motives i we'll is, see i don't want to spoil anything fred he's going to be an interesting character the entire run yeah <laughs> uh so that is uh go that's the sh and and he is very ultrony that's that's my recommendation uh steven did you have something well, I, I referred to James Spader's voice, right? Yeah. Being Ultron. Yeah. And being one of my favorite actors. Um, I've got three non sequiturs, if you'd like. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Um, first one is a 1989 movie called Sex, Lies, and Videotape. Yeah, it's yeah. one of his first movies. Have you seen this? I have. It's a classic. It's a classic. Um, mm -hmm. The next one is uh secretary 2002 okay it has a uh, maggie uh gillenhall in it along with james spader okay and i've not then, seen that one i recommend this highly and then it has very adult themes though so i wouldn't recommend it for younger listeners um and then uh last but not least is a netflix series that he stars in called the blacklist Oh, I I watched the little I I started watching the blacklist, mm -hmm. and I I fell off of it for some reason, but it wasn't because I didn't enjoy it. Right. So those are my little nuggets to add to uh, add to your non sequitur, sir. Okay. Well, thank you. And um, if that is uh, if that's everything. I've had a lot of trouble dismounting from the show. Uh, so I, I don't have a thing to end it on. So I'm just going to say the end. The end.